there, we're Jason and Tony. This is our podcast. We call it In Case You Missed It. And to be real honest, this morning, I don't think you missed a whole lot. It's a B, anyway. Uh, We talked about uh, 2019 popular cat names. Now, when it comes to naming cats, I'm probably not the guy you should come to. I grew up in a house where you just named them whatever color or uh, whatever they kind of look like. If they had a bobtail. And then it was bobtail cat, or if it was, a, you had two bobtail cats and they were both, and one was gray, one was black. There was black bobtail and gray bobtail. That was how you named cats. Uh, and then, so I get a cat of my own. I name it Dottie after Dottie West. Cause see, I thought it was a girl and then poor Dottie turned out to be a boy. And I got a boy cat named Dottie. So I'm not Mm. the guy you come to when you need to name your cat. But a pet insurance company, they just put out a list of the most popular cat names for 2019. So um, if you want to be like everybody else, here's the names you can choose from. If you don't want to be like everybody else, stay away from these. The top ten are Poppy, Bella, Molly, Tilly, Daisy, which that's my dog's name, Mm. Lois, Millie, Rosie, Luna, and Lily. They're all female names. Uh, Charlie is the first uh, boy name that makes the list at number 11. Like Charlie. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I went, but boy names, I went Robert, Stephen. I done middle names too. Uh, I you went, give your cat middle names? Well, you gotta Robert, a, Stephen. That's his full name. Why did you do that? Right. Robert Stephen, why? Yeah. Robert Stephen Randolph, why you, did you, you not? You kicked well, that litter all over the floor. Robert Stephen Randolph? Yeah. Is that what? Is that really? Alan Russell. <laughs> Woodrow William, because I like the way the two W things do. Right. Woodrow William. And if ever his name is stitched on anything, the two W thing will be pretty like on doilies. Um, for girl's name, I went Stephanie Michelle. Uh, Katrina Renee. That one's after my sister. She lives in Pennsylvania now. I love you, Tina. And then the last one I have is Hazel Lawanda. Just I like the way Lawanda yeah. does with your lip and your tongue yeah. when you say it. Hazel Lawanda. Lawanda. Hazel Lawanda. Hazel Lawanda. You got litter everywhere, <laughs> Hazel Lawanda. <laughs> Had a new social media theater for you this morning. Here it is. Hello, I'm Tudor Balustrade. Welcome to Social Media Theater. Showcasing drama at its most profound and perfunctory. With this week's episode, here are Jason and Tony. Social media theater time, and uh, this is from a, a neighborhood page, and Martin starts it off. Comedy then ensues. Right, right. I'll play Martin and Peg, and Tony, you play Dave and, and Gordy. Gordy. All right. Got it? Okay, here we go. Martin. Just saw on CNN that any child over the age of 12 can be arrested for overage trick-or-treating. Dave. That's so stupid. They should be able to stay kids for as long as they're comfortable. Peg. Damn right, Dave. Keeps them out of trouble. We're forcing them to be adults too soon. Martin. I don't care how old they are. Anyone in a costume and is polite and says trick-or-treat can get candy from me. Peg. Not to argue, but many children with autism can't say trick-or-treat, so you'll turn them away. Martin. What? Gordy. Forget autism. 
Teenagers need to find jobs and read books, not ring doorbells and eat candy. It's what's wrong with this country. Peg, I can't forget autism. My son has it. Dave, Gordy, maybe you should find a job instead of always asking for freebies on this neighborhood page. Gordy, kiss my rear end, Dave. Maybe you should spend less time stalking my page. Martin, I know. Maybe Gordy can hand out books for Halloween. Books and pictures of all the free crap he's begged from people on this page. Peg, that'll never work, Martin. Gordy doesn't hand things out. Gordy collects the handouts. He doesn't even need the stuff he grabs for free. He sells it at the weekend flea market. Gordy, not true. Peg, I saw my old dining table there last weekend, you lying a-hole. Gordy, it didn't look right in my house. Peg, it was never in your house. Dave, Gordy, you're a complete buttbag. Look that up in one of your books. Books that probably came from someone else. Martin, well, I don't think we got to worry about Halloween anymore. Any parent who sees this page won't let their kids near our street. Hashtag leftover candy. Hashtag thanks, Gordy. Join us again next time for Social Media Theater on most of this same radio station with Jason and Tony. What if the reason they can't find Bigfoot is because Bigfoot's dead? Shouldn't they be looking for Bigfoot's ghost? Yeah. Since the dawn of syndicated television, man has been obsessed with finding Bigfoot. Yet, in all these years, they've never found him. Why? Because Bigfoot is dead. Which can mean only one thing. We need to search for Bigfoot's ghost. Our search for Bigfoot's ghost led us to this weird old man in a jumpsuit, living in a cave. And he told a story unlike any we had heard before. Oil, I was in this here cave making myself a pine butter nanner sandwich, uh-huh. And I look up, and there he was, right in front of me, man, the ghost of Bigfoot, wearing blue suede shoes, big ones. And I said, you ain't nothing but a pigman. And he let out a howl, like a hound dog. Left me all shook up, uh-huh. The Search for Bigfoot's Ghost, tonight, on that cable channel you always skip over. Here's today's Word of the Day. And now, to expand your vocabulary... Jason and Tony present Tony's Word of the Day. Chevy Lays. Chevy Lays are potato chips that a redneck has nibbled into the shape of his pickup truck. Chevy Lays. Last Tony's Word of the Day. This is the best country lyric never written. Yeehaw. And now, Jason and Tony present the best country music lyrics that were never written. What's a woman like you doing in the men's room? That was the best country music lyrics never written from Jason and Tony. And we'll leave you with today's Real Good. Here's someone who knows what gratitude is. Is a 15-year-old Jackson Barber. He lives in Utah. He's a cancer survivor. Oh, wow. 
He got diagnosed with leukemia when he was uh, just three years old, and he's been cancer-free for several years now. Way to go. He had to go through about uh, four years of treatments to get to where he is now. And uh, while he was, uh, while all that was going on, the Make-A-Wish Foundation sent him to Universal Studios in Florida. Uh-huh. He says it's still one of the strongest and best memories he has from back then. And he wants to make sure other kids continue to have their wishes granted. So for the last six years... He's raised money for the Make-A-Wish Foundation by doing a haunted house for Halloween. It uh, was a one-night-only thing this year and uh, and, uh, happened on Saturday. He posted some videos on Instagram. It looks like it was a pretty cool haunted house, like he did a a really great job. Uh, No word yet on how much money he's raised at the time, but this haunted house last year brought in about $10,000. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? I know personally, I know of two young men Mm -hmm. that make a wish has made dreams of theirs. It's a great organization. Yes, it is. And that's just, um, they can't do enough. I mean, how cool. It's cool that this kid, you know, went through and and had had a -a make-a-wish moment and now and is good and is making sure that it's going the other kids are getting make a wish too i I think that's so awesome for this 15 year old kid his name's jackson barber jackson you are real good. good that does it for today thank y'all so much for listening be sure to share and subscribe we're jason and tony and this has been in, in case, case you missed it, missed it.